we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Nittleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us this week in Wolverhampton, the Midlands town associated with many great names from the past. In the Middle Ages, it's recorded that William Shaw, the town dog whipper, was paid six shillings a year to expel dogs from St John's Church by gripping them with wooden tongs and whipping them ferociously. He held the post for nearly 20 years until his enthusiasm for the task got the better of him when he attacked a group of golden Labradors and was subsequently banned from conducting all future tours for the blind. <laughs> Jeremiah Chubb, one of the world's most famous locksmiths, came here to set up business as a key cutter and shoe repairer in 1817. Recent renovation work to his premises revealed an original receipt for reselling a pair of workmen's boots. Following carbon dating analysis of the faded document, the city archivist can provide scientific evidence that the boots will be ready next Thursday. <laughs> John Iron Mad Wilkinson built the first iron furnace here in 1767. So keen was he on iron that he built bridges, railways, houses and ships from it. Parish records reveal that at his funeral, Wilkinson was even laid to rest in a coffin made from six-inch thick iron plate and that it took nearly eight weeks to cremate him. <laughs> in December 1880, great honour was brought to the town when Queen Victoria came to Wolverhampton to decorate the mayor, Sir Henry Fowler, in the main square, although the practice stopped the following year when the council bought a Christmas tree instead. <laughs> But there's more to Wolverhampton today than just these dimly remembered characters from the past. <laughs> Let's meet four more. <laughs> they are on my left, Graham Gardner, Barry Cryer. <laughs> and on my right, Tony Hawkes and Tim Brooke Taylor. <laughs> and please welcome the lady who's been my right hand on so many occasions, our, de our delightful scorer, Samantha. What gender is it? <laughs> what gender is what? I thought she'd given birth. We kick... <laughs> <laughs> we kick off this week with a game called Worst Things to Hear, and it's all about those little phrases you might inadvertently overhear and immediately wish you hadn't. One that instantly springs to mind is, and now an extended edition of you and yours. <laughs> This week, the subject is medical treatment, so your suggestions, please, teams, of things you really wouldn't want to overhear while undergoing surgery. Tim, will you start, please? I'm starving. Do you think you'd miss a kidney? <laughs> is this one circumcision or castration? I can never remember the difference. Ah, <laughs> oh, Doctor, I believe you know Damien Hurst. <laughs> That shouldn't come off, should it? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, 
please don't make me laugh. This is very sharp. <laughs> Did anyone bring the fava beans and Chianti? <laughs> Anesthetic. I knew we'd forgotten something. <laughs> and we are a perfect 36 double D as requested, though God knows how he's going to get his trousers on. <laughs> No, I definitely said, prick his boil. <laughs> well, if he survives, he'll sue us. Well, it's time now for the teams to sing along with some favourite records in the round called Pick Up Song. As is customary... <coughs> As is customary, Samantha spent some time down in the gramophone library earlier, fetching the hit singles she's chosen. She's become quite friendly with the two elderly archivists, Jack and Arthur. They've recently gone part-time, so Samantha's come to a working arrangement. She does the paperwork, Arthur gets her 45s out, and Jack's off all afternoon. <laughs> Samantha... Samantha is now poised at the turntable and ready to spin the discs. You should sing along, teams, until at my signal, Samantha turns the volume down. If, when the music returns, you're within a gnat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean prizes. Well, what do you expect from a BBC show? What do points mean? Prizes! You were meant to say mean prizes, you stupid people. The winner of this week's prize will be the envy of every keen lepidopterist who worries about his pet's personal hygiene. <laughs> it's this bottle of Listerine mothwash. <laughs> right, we'll start with you, Graham. Would you please accompany Big D. Irwin singing Swinging on a Star? home in a jar <laughs> and be better off than you are <laughs> or would you rather be a mule a mule is an animal with long funny ears he kicks up at anything he hears his back is brawny and his brain is weak He's just plain stupid with a stubborn streak. And by the way, if you hate to go to school, you may grow up to be a mule. Well, it's you now, Tim. Will you please accompany Kylie Minogue singing her recent smash hit, Can't Get You Out of My Head? <laughs> La, 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 
La, la, la, I just can't get you out of my head. Boy, your loving's all I think about. I just can't get you out of my head. Boy, it's more than I dare to think about. La, 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 la. Barry, now, will you please accompany Etta James singing I Just Want to Make Love to You? <laughs> I don't want you to be no slave. I don't want you to work all day. But I want you to be true and I just wanna make love to you love to you mmm love to you all I wanna do is wash your clothes I don't wanna keep you indoors there is nothing for you to do to keep me Making love to you. Making love to you. Love to you. Finally, Tony, will you please accompany Queen singing We Will Rock You? <laughs> Singing, we will, we will rock you. We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're a man, you're a hard man, shouting in the street, gonna take on the world someday. You got blood on your face, you big disgrace, waving your banner all over the place. Singing, we will, we will rock you. We have an old favourite now called Word for Word, and I've just two words to say to our audience in preparation for this game. Sleep tight. <laughs> the game is played by two members of each team exchanging a random series of words which must have no discernible connection in any possible context. So if the word conservative and government... <laughs> ..were followed by this and century... <laughs> then that would be perfectly acceptable. <laughs> if the opposing team think that they've spotted a connection, they should challenge to take over play. Tim and Tony, will you start exchanging words now, please? And Barry and Graham, you should buzz in if you detect a connection. Off you go, Tim and Tony. Goat. Culmination. Laptop. Then Filibuster. Rocket. Michaelmas. Dromedary. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge from Barry. We all know that lovely story of the Michaelmas dromedary, surely. <laughs> we I, told our children. I think you'll find they were camels. <laughs> I'm sure they were children. <laughs> <laughs> I 
carry on a bit longer, Tim and Tony. <laughs> Formica. Porridge. Crop. Docket. Graham. Oh, the porridge crop. In Scotland, it's yep. celebrated every Michaelmas. <laughs> in fact, the, the, the Michaelmas of... dromedary leaves yeah. a little bowl of yeah. porridge under the leaves in the garden yep, for the children right. to find. And they think it's porridge. <laughs> Carry on, Tim. <laughs> Hypotenuse. Kilter. Custard. Graham. Picture a triangle. Yes. You see the hypotenuse? Yes. A bit out of kilter, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, go on then, Graham. Smash. Gimble. Tony. I was at school with Smash Gimble. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. promised him you'd never <laughs> rake that up. <laughs> okay, Tony. <laughs> Crowbar. Donkey. Fellowship. Marmoset. Hat. Course. Graham. Humph is wearing a rather fetching Marmoset hat himself at the moment. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's lovely. And it you fits him quite well, even though it was made for a Marmoset. <laughs> Mum said, I'm going to Wolverhampton, and they said, wear the fox hat. <laughs> <laughs> OK. It's time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. <laughs> but first, first, I noticed from the accumulated pile in the listener reaction matchbox that we've received just under two letters this week, and it comes from a Mrs Trellis of North Wales. Dear Mr. Cryer, <laughs> congratulations on finally getting the recognition you deserve. I was delighted to see in the honours list that you've been awarded an oboe. <laughs> Perhaps learning a wind instrument will take your mind off the disappointment of coming second in rear of the year. <laughs> Yours faithfully, Mrs. Trellis. Oh, and there's a P.S. Why not enter a house of the month instead? <laughs> This week we'll be playing the special Grand Prix version of Mornington Crescent, pioneered by H.W.M. Sterling, one of the greatest exponents of the speed game. As you'd expect, pit stops are mandatory, but don't forget the speed limit once you've crossed the white line. Got that? OK, Tim, will you start, please? The Strand. Tottenham Court Road. Can I just say it's not very fair that I have to go third, given that I finished first on the grid yesterday. Oh, God. But, whatever. Um, we still can't overtake, can we? No. no. Um, Farringdon Road. Acton Central. Gunnersbury Park. Mm. Gooch Street. Waterloo Bridge. Waterloo Bridge? <laughs> Very good. It's nice to have a knowledgeable audience. <laughs> Waterloo Bridge. You're on wet tyres, aren't you? <laughs> slicks. Slicks? Mm. Oh, well, Slicks. Um, Arsenal. Oh, good. Yeah. 
Regent Street. There you are. Now I've got to have a pit stop now. Compulsory. Oh. Pit stop, pit stop. In that case, um, Lancaster Gate. Oh, God. I tell you, I'm, I'm playing a blinder, I have to say. <laughs> no, you're playing it blind. Sorry. <laughs> Belsize Park. Garrick Street. Oh. Lancaster Gate. Ealing. <laughs> Bank. 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 I'm out of the pit. I'm out of the pit. Is he out of the pit? Yeah. Yeah, cheer up. Um, <laughs> Watling Street. <laughs> Watling Street. Oh, no. I think, yeah. Yes. I've Mornington Crescent. Yes. Yeah. How can that be? Very good. I'd just like to say that's the first time I've won that game. And deserved, I'm, though. Yeah, deserved deserved two very good moves. Overall, I thought it was one of the best rounds we've had. <laughs> <laughs> it was lousy, but it was one of the best rounds we've had. <laughs> We're going to play a new game now that takes a look at the fascinating world of the answer phone. The task in this game is to try to identify famous people merely by hearing the messages left on their machines by various callers. The idea for this arose when Tim was telling us that he'd been trying to contact his agent to see if there was any work about and found that he could only leave messages. She hasn't got back to him yet, but then, as Tim explained, the last time they spoke, she was very busy glaring up for decimalisation. <laughs> Barry and Graham, will you go first, providing the voicemail messages of a famous person? The identity of your mystery answer phone owner will now be displayed on the laser display for Tim and Tony to guess. And for the listener at home, here's the mystery voice. Henry VIII. Henry VIII. OK, start leaving your messages now, Barry and Graham. Uh, hello, Harry. It's Anne here. Uh, your dinner is in the oven. They told me you fancy a chop, all right? <laughs> right, I, um, and, uh, that was, oh, I hate this. Boo! <laughs> Harry, is it the pop here? <laughs> is it something I said? <laughs> What's the matter for you? <laughs> Ring me back, my direct line. Show some respect. You know it. Fat 69. Ciao, you fat <laughs> Harry, Harry, it is Anne here. I am calling from Cleves. Oh, c'est énorme, what a giveaway! <laughs> I think it could be Henry yes. the Navigator. No. Mm. Henry the Eighth. Yes. <laughs> Right, your turn, Tim and Tony. The identity of your mystery answer phone owner will now be displayed on the laser display board. And here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Satan. Satan. OK, Tim and Tony, start leaving your messages now, please. Hello, it's your neighbour here. You were making a lot of noise last night, weren't you? Um, next time you have a do, let me know, won't you? Hello, it's Jones the lawyer here. I'm a, your new advocate. I've just rung up for an argument. Oh, yes, I have. Hello, it's your neighbour here. 
Not the other one, this one on the other side. But coincidentally sounding very much the same. I think you might have left your heating on. Hello, it's Salman here. I've got some new verses for you if you're interested. Uh, hello, it's Mr. Henderson from the Ministry of Agriculture. Just ringing to see if the foot and mouth thing has affected you personally. <laughs> oh, oh, I think I've dialed the wrong number. I was after fire, police and ambulance. I think I might have the phone upside down. <laughs> hello, it's your neighbour here. Not sure which one this time. Um, I see that the Guardian says that you're playing Santa this year. Okay, Barry and Graham, start guessing. Yes, well, you've got the clues there. 999 upside down. 666. Six, six. Uh, oh, anagram six. of Santa, Mr. Santa, Santa. yeah. Santa yes. versus. Heating on. Salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Very good. Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> Surprisingly close. <laughs> you should have seen what The Guardian called his big cookout. <laughs> it's the very devil. Himself. Yeah. Time now for a musical round called Swanee Kazoo, where the teams combine the soothing lilt of the Swanee whistle with the chirpy rasp of the kazoo. Ah, yes, the Swanee whistle and the kazoo, two instruments that go together like a horse and marriage. <laughs> Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell, who, we're all amazed to hear, was once invited to go on a tour by Otis Redding. We had no idea the famous lift manufacturer held open... <laughs> held open days at their Berkshire factory. <laughs> Right, the first song is Funiculi Funicular, and it'll feature Barry Cryer on the kazoo and Graham Garden on the swanee whistle. Your turn, Tim and Tony. I'd like you to provide a rendition of Petula Clark's lovely Downtown, featuring Tony Hawks on the kazoo and Tim Brooke Taylor on the swanee whistle.
I notice it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time to fit in the IT ball. Our resident IT expert, Samantha, tells me she has to nip out to meet a young man who's having problems configuring his new PC. She says he's just called to say his zip is down, his floppy keeps popping out, and he feels... <laughs> and he feels... He feels he needs more bites on it. So... So while she's away doing that, I'd like the teams to announce the late arrivals at a society ball for computer buffs, IT experts and the like. Tony, will you start, please? Mr and Mrs Crowsoft Word Document. <laughs> and their son, Mike Crowsoft Word Document. Will you welcome from India... India. Oh, Chenjin Parsing. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Sir Chenjin. <laughs> All the way from Ireland, the Obites and their daughter and Meg Obites. <laughs> Welcome, please, Mr and Mrs Maxis Memory and their son, Randy Maxis Memory. <laughs> <laughs> Mr and Mrs Macintosh and their popular son, Ian, who's always applauded when he leaves. He's known as Clapped Out Macintosh. <laughs> A real Wolverhampton welcome for Terry. That's Mr. and Mrs. Processor's son, and if you're looking for power, you'll certainly find it in Tell Processor. <laughs> well, come complete. on, Wolverhampton, you can do better than that. <laughs> but can you? Ladies and gentlemen, will you welcome. <laughs> this is going to have to be very, very good. And it is. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bennett Windows has crashed again. <laughs> And Gordon Bennett windows has crashed again. <laughs> oh, boot up, boot up, golly. <laughs> so good they named him twice. Shunning the gates <laughs> and coming in using windows. <laughs> Please welcome, all the way from the world of athletics, Sebastian Coe and the Nigerian runner. Nwambe UK, with their two sisters, both called Dot. Dot Co. Dot UK. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, as the jersey of time is tumble dried with the comfort of eternity, and the farmer of destiny wonders how his cow got into the washing machine. <laughs> I notice it's time to say goodbye. So, from the team, Samantha, myself, and the fine folk of Wolverhampton, it's goodbye. Barry Fryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor, and Tony Hawkes have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith. <laughs> And if you're